Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Gee whiz, we're we're creeping up on a hundred quickies on this here, this here podcast. Moly. Not out of breath. We're still going, still going strong. Once a week, one uh, no, once, once a, fortnight, a fortnight you get a you get a quickie. So maybe that has something to do with it. Hello, everybody. I'm Tom Harrison, Elizabeth Best across from Hello. me. You know the deal. It's a quickie. This one's a questions-driven one, and uh, I'll open the batting, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Now. We're going to meander on to a hypothetical corner right. that we sometimes like to exist. Yes. And uh, you're in a long-term relationship. <laughs> Very and, hypothetical. <laughs> and, and your partner wants to look through your phone. What do you do? They say, they say, I want to look through your phone. What do you, What's the response? Well, I'd say sure because I don't believe I've ever... I mean, I'm not a saint, but I don't believe I've ever done anything that I would be like, oh, my God, you know. Uh, look, I probably have. But if I'm living in a relationship the way that I hope that I live in a long-term yes. relationship, and my rule is never do anything that you wouldn't do if your partner were standing right next yeah, to you. Absolutely. So I I would probably say something self-deprecating about the amount of show tunes in my Spotify <laughs> list and um, show tunes and early 2000s bangers. Um yes. And say sure, but if that I was cheating it, on them, then no. But I wouldn't do okay, that. Okay, so, so so you're not cheating. You're you're faithful. So it doesn't that that wouldn't bother you but at I'm all. Pretty, that... I'm pretty open. Like if they're like, oh, you look at porn. I'm like, don't you? Like sure. You know, if they're like, oh, look at this shitty taste in music. I'd be like, I know. Like if you know, there's nothing that I've got on there I don't have any nude photos of other exes or mm. I don't have anything like what what other scandalous things could be on there that you would be I mean I sometimes take notes um for ghosts episodes uh which... well, so I maybe they they assume that you're che- they that you're cheating so you're messaging other oh, people oh if they, they can read, go through wanna... my messages that's totally fine so like, you would be fine with yeah. just being like okay here you go hand it over yeah. bing bang bong yeah hmm, interesting. there have been instances where I've been in past relationships where I potentially would not have been okay and that's because the relationship was already falling apart mm. and I had already started not bad mouthing but questioning our suitability together with other people and uh, that's yes. where I might um, if I was in that position again uh, I probably might be a bit more cautious because I wouldn't want them to find out uh, what I have been hypothesizing until I decided mm. whether we were right or not but other than that like uh, there's not really a lot in there when I'm in the happy part of a relationship that I you know I'd more think it was a problem if they felt they needed to go through my phone I'd want to I'd want to ask them well, that's why the, that's the whole that's uh, part of the whole sticky sticky wicket isn't it because like, I'd want to if they if I put them in a position where they feel like they need to go through my phone then maybe that's something that I want to look at whether that's their baggage or mine I think my first thing would I, I'd simultaneously be saying yes that's fine but I'd want 
to know why first, I think. I, I would say what's why, true. And if I was doing something shitty that made them feel like they needed that, then I'd want to fix that. But mm. if it was just – see, in the past – I have had somebody want to know where I am at all times and yeah, I so was good. not doing anything wrong, mm. um, but they were cheating. And yes. it's quite often, projection. quite like not all the time, but a lot of times it does happen to be projection. They are trying to monitor your behavior because they know that their behavior is shifty. So I'd probably also go, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yeah, and that's, see uh, how that plays out. That could be that. That's probably a. It's <laughs> like what is it? Not lawful, chaotic. Like what is it? I don't know. Chaotic neutral, Cha- maybe. Yeah, yeah chaotic neutral. Somewhere there. Yeah, interesting because personally, my I value my privacy pretty much above right. any anything. I just uh, and it's really an, uh, annoying to to be. To respect your privacy, all uh, but then you assume, well, if you're hiding something, you've got something to hide, right? Uh, but uh, so yeah, interesting. Uh, I would worry about how that would be taken. But yeah, I yeah, because uh, if you, if I asked you, like, if let's just say in some hypothetical universe we're dating, and I said, Tom, show me your phone, and you're like, I'd prefer not. No, I'd I need Im- my baggage would immediately exactly. scream that you're exactly. doing something. That's worth hiding. Mm. It's it's a, it's an interesting one. So you say so you say no. I pre- respect my privacy, and then you're clearly guilty by. I panic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. But then again, if my partner was upfront with me at the start that they valued their privacy, I don't know. That's a tricky. It one. is tricky. I'd make it a conversation first. Yeah. I'd say I'd want to know why. I would then say, okay, I'm going to let you go through my phone, but this may. Ch- it change may change. It may change something. I don't know if it will, but it might yeah. very well when you go through my phone, my boring fucking phone, yeah. and find nothing. Yeah, because if they find nothing, then they feel like an asshole. Yeah. So it, and that would shift. So I'd, it's like, do you want to take this step? Yeah. To do that, I don't know. It's a cu- curious. I kind of think that if you're the type of person who like leaves your phone facing up and doesn't put it straight back in your pocket when you get a text or whatever, then people feel less like that you're hiding something like my ex i i knew when he was cheating on me because he went from leaving his phone face up to turning it face Mm. down Mm. um or always having it in his pocket um and i found out later that he had it in his pocket because he had changed the vibration settings on his phone so that if he got a text from his certain someone that it would vibrate differently and he would know not to take it out of his pocket do you is yeah so they yeah. so it's a that's when i went through his phone without even asking him because you know what i was driven to it my friends i would not do it again unless i was put in a position no look, so, i, was a so I should your... not have gone through i said the c word i'm sorry i should not have gone through his phone but i did um and i regretted it because then i didn't know how to tell him what yeah, i found what's, what's better going through someone's phone un- uh, without them can knowing you, can you bleep that c word that's one like she i just she's not happy with it no i'm happy to say it in every other facet of my life what if i say it and then he takes my me saying it and pastes it over you saying then i think people would just think it was weird because it happened 20 seconds ago now and we're like why did liz's voice just suddenly turn into tom yes look you know my friends who i call the c word quite often uh, will not understand my decision but it's my decision that's what matters so the yeah the going the going through the phone question i don't know okay i want to know would you go through your partner's phone? Have you gone through your partner's phone? And what did you uh, find? And have you asked? And have, have you, you asked? Hmm. I want to know all phone searching 
questions, write to us at ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com or contact us on any of our socials or share it in our Ghosts of Boyfriends Past group therapy mm. group. You can share anonymously in that group and I will approve it. So if you want to not put your name to it and admit to something, feel free. Tom. Hello. This question begins, I found this on a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, should I reach out and apologize is the headline. Now, there are a couple of little bits to this, so I'll, I'll read yes. the first part and then we'll answer it. I had a first date planned with a guy and we were supposed to be there at 8 p.m. I arrived at 8.03, but I texted ahead of time that I was running three minutes late. At 8.04, he told me he was seven minutes away. At 8.14, I told him I'd be leaving in five minutes. He didn't respond, so I left at 8.20. A few minutes after I left, he called asking where I was. I told him I left. I feel bad because he sounded upset and he hung up on me. The other part of me is annoyed because I left work early, changed my plans around and came out on a work night, which I hate doing for us to have this dinner and he kept, that he kept begging for us to have. And they've given two answers. You could say leave a heart reaction for first impressions matter. I would have left after waiting almost 20 minutes too or a laughing face that was childish. You shouldn't have left. You should apologize. So first, first step of this story, what are you leaning towards? 20 minutes feels brief, feels short. 20 minutes, especially when someone said I was seven minutes away, like like has kept you updated that they are in transit, there's a back feels in, there's short a, to me. I'm late and then they're late and then suddenly... and then But they didn't respond. So he said it was seven minutes away at 8.04 and then 10 minutes later, which is three minutes later than he said he'd be, she's saying I'm leaving in five minutes and he didn't respond then. So she there. left in six minutes. This this chap or the, her date uh, has sent a message informing that they are late and that they are on their way. So in their brain, I'm assuming that they're, they're like, "Yep, communication's been sent. They know I'm coming. Done." It, they they didn't know it was going to have to necessitate a, a constant back and forth. Mm. I think there's a bit of uh, jumping the gun with the with mm-hmm. the leaving here. Um, I agree for the record. I think probably if someone hadn't communicated to me at all and they yeah. were 20 minutes late, I would leave. But if they had told me 10 minutes earlier that they were on their way, this with I the probably br- wouldn't have. With the understanding that, yep. of course. Uh, also, if someone's trying to find a park, you're not going to yes. be texting and blah, blah, blah. All right, so here's an update. While this post was waiting to be approved, he reached out and we both ended up apologising to each other. Honestly, looking back, I should have called before I left, but first date jitters mixed with social anxiety had me feeling slightly frustrated and overwhelmed. Also, a few comments stated this as well. We all value time differently and my biggest pet peeve is being late, hence why I texted him ahead of time that I would be three minutes late. Thank you all for the positive comments. I gained a different perspective and will use this as a moment for growth. Yeah, very good. Good. Good on you. Update to the update, Tom. Oh, fantastic. The man was married. Ah. (laughs) Ladies, follow your gut and leave. Who cares if you look dramatic and rude? If I would have stayed, I would have felt guilty forever, even though I was unaware at the time. No, fair enough. No no other notes. I I had a whole whole list, cacophony list of things to to express and be like, well, sometimes two people are blameless and there's no fun. No, fine, fine, fine. We all know the answer. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Look, I think that there there was either some really great intuition happening there or there really was a moment for growth needed. Both things can be true. Like, you know, I, I kind of I would not have left that hastily. Uh but yes. yeah, I just thought that was a really amusing intuition. No. <laughs> no, it took a debate and just ruined the it yeah. just ruined yeah. the purpose. I of shall it. use this to grow. Never mind, not growing anymore. The guy was married. Fuck it. The end. <laughs> now, Elizabeth. Yes. 
How does one get get their partner's ring size? How do they get it? How do they remember it? How to ask then... a friend to borrow a ring from a jewel box? Whoa, 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 whoa! Yep. whoa. Ask a friend or borrow, borrow a, ring a ring from their jewelry box. So you go to her possessions, their yep. possessions. Make sure and that you, you look one. at what rings they wear on the correct finger. Yep. Right. So if they if they never wear rings, you might be a bit shit out of luck. Um, and then like. I know that my friend Emma, who's been on the podcast a few times, yes. knows my ring size because back when I thought I was going to get married because I was in love, gross, <laughs> I was like, in case he asks, this is my ring size. Plus she worked in a jewellery shop at the time, so she asked me for my ring size so that she would know if he asked. Um, so chances are one of her close friends will know. Right. Right. Okay. And if not, one of her close friends can grab a ring from her collection and be like, hey, can I borrow that cute ring that you that you wear sometimes to wear to that party and then take it to get size? So it's best having a physical ring at the jewellers. Now, so you don't you can... even have to take it to the jewellers. These days you can get um, a, like a, a an app or like a website where it literally says put your ring on the phone and press the down button until the ring is exactly the same size as the ring that is placed on your phone and that is the ring size. You don't even Holy need to take it out of dude. the house these days. Um, yeah, or you can, you know, buy a placeholder ring and say come with me and get it sized, you know, and choose something you love. Yes. Do you know, like you can, if they if they are going to be particular about the ring, they can help you choose and resize it. But yeah, there are, you can look for ring sizing apps or ring sizing websites where you can literally place a ring on the phone and they're like, when the outline is lined up with the inside of this ring, that is their ring size. Mm, good. Thank you for the, thank you for the help because I'm sure that this is a, a blunder and a pitfall for mm. many a bloke that's gone to the jewellers and they've gone, so what's the ring size? Uh, I don't know. Look, if anyone out there wants to buy me a ring, N and a half, just letting you know. Also. <laughs> oh, Zane's pulling the mic down. You've stumbled onto the hill that I will die on. Okay. Oh. Uh-oh. The hill? <laughs> this, the, is this is it? This is it. After four boy. years. We found Here the fucking go. hill. All right. Use your words. <laughs> if you're gonna ask, to- if you're gonna ask someone to marry you, you need to know that they want to marry you. Yeah, but that's very different. Like you can, it's you can very, be like, "Yes, we're getting married." I agree. Married. I agree. It's very- the element of surprise and the element of like, "I did this wonderful thing, and it was this fancy secret that you didn't know about." Fine. If you think that your significant other is that kind of person, I'm okay. Right now, I'm not speaking to the people that I just addressed. I'm speaking to that particular kind of person who wants this experience. It's on you to tell your friends what your ring size is and to approach your significant other and say, hey, if this is where you're looking at, come, I'm the person. I'm the designated ring bearer yes, sure. that will tell you the details. Yeah. <laughs> because you can't just expect this from someone and then get disappointed when they don't deliver it if it's never discussed. Look, I feel like, right, there are those types of people and I definitely agree that, you know, like you should be sure that that person has marriage on the mind at all before you propose. Otherwise mm. it could get real awkward real fast and you could spend a whole lot of money for nothing. But... I still want the illusion that I haven't, like, I don't want to be the person going, here's what I want for Christmas and give them an itemized list and go, oh my God, I'm so surprised because I told you exactly what ring I wanted and here's the size to have it in. Like, I still want there to be a little bit of mystique. Yeah, it's a bit different to buying a minivan together where you need. 
I followed the rules, Zane. I told. I know, and that's why I wanted to congratulate. And I wanted to point it out that what you did was super responsible. There are three of my friends who know my ring size, but we don't expect it of the person who's going to be receiving the ring to be responsible for their own expectations and communicating that to the person. Because we, we as a society, just assume that the person giving the ring is going to go to all this elaborate, mysterious uh, love. Love well, rom com effort. If they're not the type that does the lo- love rom com effort, they're the type that asks the ring size from you directly. Yeah. So if they are the type that does the rom com, then they will go and ask the friend or find a sneaky way to do the ring. And if they're not, then they'll ask you. So they both work. Well, I mean, yes, but I, I can imagine someone saying, hey, I need to know your ring size because I want to marry you. I can imagine that leading to an argument. <laughs> and the fact that I can imagine that me, as a person who's never going to be in this situation because I have almost zero romance in my body, the fact that I can imagine that, I think, is is that's why I'm going to die on this hill. Society needs to be responsible for the myths that we perpetuate. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I will not die <laughs> on that rebuttal. hill. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely <laughs> think that some mystery should be alive and I've just given you plenty of ways to get a ring size uh, without having to be all I non-romantic feel, I feel it. awful because I've picked, <laughs> first of all, uh, Columbo's at home. No, I'm not planning on prena- uh, mar- uh, proposing. But of course proposing. that's what you would say yes, if you course. were. Yeah. She doesn't believe in marriage. Well, not to me anyway, but... Um, uh, I, th- this question was for the the poor schmuck who has no idea, who's just trying to figure it out, and now it's this whole issue. Do I tell her that I need a ring size? Do I not? Do I? Is it spontaneous and romantic, or is it thought out and planned? However you want to do it is how you do it, and I've given you some ways to do it either way, or Zane has given you some yep. ways to so be blunt about it. Dear poor schmuck, <laughs> <laughs> if you know that they want this experience, go all out. Give them that experience. But that's the thing. You know that experience. Yeah. But I just think it's unfair that we assume not only that the I'm going to say man, the man mm-hmm. has to provide that experience, but that but the, the person receiving the ring wants that experience. Yeah. That could be super uncomfortable for some people. I mean, surely you've discussed it and they're planning on doing it. You say you surely. There, there's YouTube channels galore of awkward denials of mm. proposals. Maybe. Have you ever proposed to someone that's gone badly? Write in. We'd like to know. <laughs> what were you thinking? What yes. were they thinking? Had you discussed it? Like, tell us. We want to know. How did... And Good how save, did, did, <laughs> uh, did Did he get your ring size uh, without you knowing? Yeah, did, how? Did he, did he how figure did it happen? out? How did that happen? If, if you're a... I know couple of women who've proposed how did you find yeah. out his ring size because chances are he probably didn't have a ring to wear before so what'd you do exactly how are you gonna how are you going to do it that's why that's i why think proposing out. with a fucking burger ring and then saying let's go and choose a ring together is romantic if the economy yes, isn't what it was <laughs> and the burger rings now no longer fit on fingers and i maintain that that's because they've gotten smaller and not because my fingers have gotten more adult no, it's, it's shrinkflation it. it's shrinkflation it's fine this has you been a the... very long quickie <laughs> we've taken our time this quickie. yeah we got we brought zane in so there's three <laughs> <laughs> no so you're, you're you're all welcome for our hundredth quickie no, it was a special no, no, no it's nearly there nearly at the hundredth if you have any stories about rings proposals write them in ghost of boyfriends past at gmail.com or our ghost of boyfriends past group therapy I want to know what do you think about rings do you think you should find the size out or should they tell you Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.